0: We sit glued to the TV set all night, and every night, why go into the outside world at all, it's such a fright, we got nothing better
1: to do than watch TV and have a couple of... Hello and welcome to TV Times 3 episode number 128, uh, today we have a few news items and then we're going to jump in to talk about primetime with The Walking Dead, How I Met Your Mother, Town, Breaking In, Bent... Psych, and Once Upon a Time, and I'm sure a million other things that aren't related, plus a little reality and some TV on DVD. I'm Amory from MyTakeOnTV.com.
0: I'm Jason the TV holic from TVholic.com.
1: And I'm Ray from RayLee.com. So I didn't want to derail it for the fifth time, but I almost said MyTakeOnTVD.com. Like, I just, whatever. Is that a new side site you <laughs> have? It's a new side site. It's all about the summer all <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Also, do we
2: actually have any TV on DVD today? I, well, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. You had a pick.
1: Never mind. But I don't require people to go buy them, but they might as well
0: try it. Um. <laughs> uh, previous picks have been yeah. requirements, in okay. case you didn't know.
2: Um.
1: There will be a test at some point in the future. So. <laughs> We're jumping into the news. Fox has pulled, in what should come as no surprise to anybody who's ever watched any TV ever. Fox has I pulled see. I Hate My Teenage Daughter from their schedule immediately. It was just
0: so bad. Yeah, they had pulled it from being, coming back after, like, when this Tuesday night lineup goes away. It was going to go back to playing after American Idol. And yeah. it's been doing so poorly that they were like, no, nah, we'll just do two-hour American Idols for the rest of the season. And then...
1: That you know, made them think that it would do well.
0: Well, it was sort of propped up by the first few episodes aired after american idol and that just there's a natural bump in there but it still never did well people
2: realize just how horrible it was sorry Winston.
1: sorry i mean my favorites always get the word the bad shows i'm sorry
0: yeah so repeats of uh raising hope will play in that time slot for the rest of the two-hour fox comedy block
1: um, NBC has renewed Smash for a second season. In related news, Amory
0: hasn't watched episode two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you.
2: In related news, I think Smash is a perfect example of why NBC is going to be the first network tel- channel to implode upon itself. Sorry. They really are.
1: They really are. They are. Um, and we're going to bring it up again later when we talk about Ben, because I've got a few. Yeah, things we to say are. To say. Um, <laughs> Next up in the news, BBC and BBC America has renewed Being Human for a fifth season. Um, I have never watched the UK version, so I'm pretty far behind at this point. So who knows when that will happen?
0: Not quite as far as you would think at only six episodes.
1: Isn't eight it like episodes. 12 episodes now? At
0: <laughs> yeah, only like six to eight episodes a season, so...
1: So that's that. And then Stars has renewed Magic City for a second season, even though the first season has yet to debut. They did that with Boss, didn't they? Yeah. Did they do it with Camelot, and then Camelot was canceled anyway? Or did that never happen for Camelot? Because I feel like they said they renewed it, but then they canceled it.
0: It wasn't one of these where they renewed it before they even started airing it. I think they renewed it rather quickly, like within the first couple episodes. And then it sort of fell off, and they were like, yeah, we changed our mind.
1: Never mind. I mean, it looks like a good character role for Jeffrey Dean Morgan, so I'm interested to see it, but, you know, whatever. Whatever. I like star stuff, but who cares? Prime time. I don't watch this show, but we're going to talk about it. The Walking... Well, I'm not going to talk about it. The Walking Dead, season two, episode 13, beside the dying fire.
0: So what did you think, Ray?
1: I
2: thought it was a really well done... Finale, like it's really tense. It's really, um, Kath from Give Me My Remote could never watch it. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> no. that kind of scary. Like you, I, it, I was, it was tense. However, that being said, I also think for an episode that did not have a lot of dialogue, there maybe could have been a few more rewrites on the dialogue it actually had at the <laughs> end. Because I did not think the writing at the very end was very good at all. All of the group scenes, once they've come together on the road, like when they stop because they need gas, at that point, I felt like all of those scenes were pretty poorly written. Like, I just didn't love them. Like, if there was a downside to the episode, it was that for me. Um, However, what's coming excites me, so.
0: Yeah, I have to say, the episode was sort of like three things. It had like the... Zombies overrunning and then, you know, the group reconvening what was left of it at the end. And then you had the brief introduction of a new character and a slight showing of the prison to sort of foreshadow, here's what's coming next season. But that first part, you know, with the barn burning and the way that was shot and all that, that was, that was incredible. I mean, that was one of, <laughs> when they do like big, bad zombie action they're really good at it. Granted, everybody has become a crack shot, but other than that, it was like sort of a video game. It was just, you know, people driving around everywhere and just zombies everywhere. And the whole thing was just, it was so well done and so great and, you know, tense. Because on this show, you don't really know, like, they ended up sort of after killing off a couple of ma- more major characters over the last couple episodes, they sort of cut off a couple of very minor characters in this one, but you weren't
2: characters that I quite frankly, frankly almost forgot about.
0: <laughs> it was like, uh, yeah, the, the, one the other guy... woman,
2: especially I was like, Oh, I forgot that she was there.
0: <laughs> I remember the other woman more so than the guy that, like you forgot you totally forget that there was that other guy who was either a son or son-in-law or I don't even remember the girl's
2: the, boyfriend. Yeah, or something. The girl's boyfriend, which why didn't he have something to say in the episode where that girl was trying to kill herself? But whatever. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you totally forget who that person even is, that uh, how their what their relationship was. So they they lost a couple of you know very minor characters. But then when they moved to they're all sort of reconvene, the whole thing of them all questioning Rick and just the stuff that they did, all in that, or, like, Rick telling Lori about what happened with Shane and Carl and stuff and her reaction, all that stuff just seems so, like, really? I mean, it was all sort of to build up so that Rick could give this speech.
2: Right. That's what I mean. That's Those scenes... They could have written them differently. They It just was not well done. And, I mean, multiple people have pointed out the Lori having... I mean, I, Lori having uh, just told Rick a couple episodes... <laughs> basically told Rick to kill Shane a couple episodes ago, and now she's... I mean, I think we're obviously supposed to think that, you know, she had that talk with Shane, so maybe she's feeling a little more... Uh, a little differently about Shane there, but... I mean, I still think that part of the reason she gets upset with Rick is that Rick didn't tell them that they were all infected, which to the others, it really doesn't matter. Like, would it have changed anything about the season for the rest of them? I don't think so. However, for Lori, she might have made a different decision when she found out she was pregnant had she known that they were all infected. But I don't know. I just thought it was possible
0: there. I still think, though, that like Rick said, though, he didn't really, you know, that's what the guy told him. But until a couple episodes ago, there wasn't even anything that really, where oh, he that. started to have that suspicion again, that have that come back up. And then to see what happened to Shane, he was like, apparently we are all infected. And so beforehand, right. it was, it was like basically conjecture. And so for them being pissed off at that was weird. The other thing was Laurie's reaction some think that it's kind of was a reaction that carl had something to do with shooting shane once he had become a zombie that that's what she was sort of reacting to but watching the scene it didn't feel like that it felt like all of a sudden she was like repulsed not that carl had something to do with it but that like he what he had actually done or something and it was weird because of like you said like two or three episodes ago, which in the time frame is only like a few days ago,
2: right? Exactly. Uh,
0: she had she had basically said, you know, he thinks I'm his, and you know, and he's he's dangerous, and you need to do something.
2: I mean, I guess what we could take from that is what she was thinking by he you need to do something was more like let him leave, not kill him. But even still.
0: Yeah, but he yeah, but he wasn't leaving. She didn't say you know? that. <laughs> it wasn't like you run him I mean? off. Like, yeah.
2: She didn't like specifically say make him leave the group, whatever, so then she could be upset that he killed him. It's I don't know. Yeah. I agree that it just wasn't again, it wasn't well written there and I mean, I would have my issues with Lori anyway. She's a horrible mother. She should not be having that other baby. <laughs> well that was she can't even <laughs> keep track of her one child. Well that
0: was, that's that's the other thing, is like if the idea was that the reaction was to what Rick said was about Carl being involved, then she shouldn't be mad at Rick. She's the one that keeps losing track of Carl. Exactly. Secondly, it was just a few episodes ago that she went tooling off the farm to look for Rick and got into an accident and and almost died. If Carl was so important, she should have stayed so there would only be one parent gone at any one time, so there'd be somebody for Carl, and so standard. the writing on the show for the character stuff and some of the stuff they—it's hit and miss, and not not very consistent. And so I think that's part of the reason why people. Well, obviously, you want to see more zombie stuff, but I think what happened in this episode is such a build-up from. There being some zombie stuff and some things happening and stuff like that, that when something like this happens, it's even more awesome than if this is happening all the time. So I can see doing that, but I think people get a little wanting more of this even more than they they would if the writing was better and more consistent on these other things. Like it wouldn't stand out as okay. Oh, let's get to some action because this is this is just not right. You know, this is you know kind of dumb or this doesn't make any sense with things that happened just a couple episodes ago. But the intro of as somebody, have you read the comic, Ray?
2: I have, but it's been a while, so I really at this point. Don't... <laughs> yeah. I mean, I remember things like I know about the prison and some other. I know about the character who showed up to help Lori. Um, not Lori. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> What's her face? The other girl Andrea. I can't stand. Yeah, Andrea. Thank you. I don't think you um. watch the show. <laughs> okay.
0: You know, I haven't read the comics, and, you know, I don't know the significance of the prison or the significance of the Michonne character or whatever, but the way they introduced that was awesome. I mean, <laughs> it makes you go, okay, let's get to let's get to next season. Even with all these other problems, they do do certain things well enough that you're like, okay, I'm back on board again.
2: Right. Yes. I mean, I actually thought this last half of the season or four or five episodes were a really good episode. They moved things along quickly. And again, maybe that's partly because now they're totally away from the farm. So <laughs> as we all know, that makes me happy because I was done with the farm. And they totally destroyed it, so it's not even something they can go back to. (laughs) I I still think the beginning, that the first twenty-five minutes of the finale, were pretty fantastic. Like, yeah, like they were pretty tense. Yeah,
0: kind of like the first twenty minutes, but in like a different way. Like the first twenty minutes of the season premiere, just. Lots yeah. of zombies and completely tense, but this way – this one in a completely more action-packed way. Well,
2: yeah, because the, just the way they all came kind of out of nowhere and it's just like your worst nightmare in that world, I think. Like you kind of gotten complacent and – you know what I mean? Aren't Even though they weren't complacent like by our standards certainly, but they were complacent by the world standard because they had allowed themselves to sit at that farm and get kind of – you know what I mean? Like, to kind of forget yeah, like it what, was... it, like, what actually happens. And I had even kind of forgotten what it's like when it actually happens. So, like, I think that was part of why I was so tense during it. Because it's just all of a the sudden, they're everywhere. And Andrea, like, I don't like Andrea. But what happened to Andrea would be, like, my worst nightmare.
0: <laughs> You're just Everybody, running. And nobody, running, and okay, running. They,
2: okay, so the zombies attacked the farm. Uh, like, they kind of appeared out of nowhere and attacked the farm. Not that they really, never mind. They were making their way... You know, across the country they weren't like okay. going for the farm specifically and they heard a gunshot and so everybody it was kind of overrun the barn was overrun that the they were zombies were just kept coming to the house and there were so many of them they couldn't possibly shoot them all a few of them were out there shooting and carol got stuck over by the farm or by the barn whatever and andrea went to help her but was suddenly surrounded by i guess oh, she God. did help her didn't she
0: yeah, she did end up helping her, but then they got separated trying to get right, back to... they got to...
2: separated, and Andrea, they all saw Andrea go down, but she didn't actually get bit or anything, you know what I mean? She was on the ground, nobody saw her come back up, so they just kind of assumed. So everybody's basically driving away from the farm, everybody leaves her at the farm by herself, in the middle of all of these zombies. So she has to kind of run away from the farm, because she has no other, there's no more cars there, there's nothing there to get away from them, and they're everywhere, So she kind of just gets stuck in this crowd of zombies and has to run away and hope that she can just stay ahead of them and kill enough of them that are close enough to her. So, one, it was claustrophobic when she first stood up and they were everywhere around her and all of the cars were leaving. (laughs) Like, she was kind of waving at the car, like, no, I'm still here, but no, of course nobody could hear her or whatever. And then when she was running through the forest and they were all, they just kept coming. (laughs)
1: You know what that reminds me of? This is completely unrelated, but Robin Hood Little John are through the forest. Oodle alley, oodle
2: alley, golly, one a day. That's I would love to end. see this Andrea scene <laughs> <laughs> set <laughs> Oh my god! Somebody get yeah. on that! Internet, it would be amazing! Like <laughs> if, if I had that, if I had that video, I would so do it myself. But I don't. Oh my I don't That's download videos.
0: So. We said there'd be homework. There's the uh, first homework assignment. <laughs>
1: That would be hilarious. Oh my god, we have to move on because we're still in The Walking Dead, and we have a thousand other things to talk about. All right, so executive decision. Moving on to another show I don't talk about or I don't watch. How I Met Your Mother, season seven, episode nineteen. We're in episode nineteen already. The Broth, Broth, Broth. The Broth. Oh, like oath with a B R in front the of it. Yeah, the Broth. The um, Broth. Yes. How about the it?
2: having trouble remembering. Oh, they trick him. You You don't
0: say. I really liked this episode because it felt so much like the things that I like about the show when it's really good, you know, and how it started is the show takes place and it runs through and then it gets to a certain point and you get a new piece of information and then they go back and they fill in information with other scenes to see that Barney was, you know, And his new girlfriend were, you know, messing with the gang. And it just worked really well.
1: Are we supposed to care about
2: this new girlfriend, or...? It's Barney's new girlfriend.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's Barney's new girlfriend, so it's... What's
2: her face from Ugly Betty? From Ugly Betty, I know, but, like, do we think
1: that she's the person he marries? No.
0: Well, I think they're... You're supposed to possibly think that, but it's most likely not going to be. It's sort of...
1: She's kind of a
2: fun girlfriend for him, I feel like.
0: She's sort of a female Barney. Yeah, in okay. in some respects, that she was like so on board, and they were like perfect with each other on coming up with ideas on how to mess with the mess with the gang, play a, you know a, a big prank on them.
2: Even at the end of the episode, like Barney says, like they're talking about quitting stripping or whatever. Barney asks her about what would make her quit stripping because she's like nothing would make you know what I mean. I have no reason to quit stripping. I get mo- good money from it. Yeah. And Unless, then, and she says potentially getting married but then she like (laughs) but she doesn't like i don't i feel like it's more of a joke you know what i mean like uh she knows she knows that that is the response he's expecting so she kind of says it like in the whole in the first episode when she's introduced she's kind of conning him in the first place so
0: yeah well i think that it was sort of also put out there to put the idea in your head that is this the who's at the wedding
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got to admit, I didn't even think it. But I mean, I guess it's coming up pretty soon, so I should have yeah. been thinking it, but I wasn't even thinking it in any aspect, in any way possible.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I think that was, you know, sort of what that was there for, but I just really, I think they're having an okay season, but still every once in a while, they, within the format, they hit on a really good episode, and I think this was one of them.
2: Cool. I liked it okay. I didn't love it. I did love all the bro... <laughs> The bro-, the bro stuff. <laughs> like the – my favorite was when they're all there and he's <laughs> making him do things like to make it up to him, right? Because they've caused him to break up and he's upset about it. So he says the only way I'll be OK with it is if you do – if you take a bro. And and he's telling – it like he wants him to kiss. So he wants like the two girls <laughs> to kiss and they're like really? But then they do it. And, of course, Robin, like, tries to make it a quick kiss, but, like, Willow, not Willow, look, see? (laughs) 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 Foreshadowing, Willow. Uh, And, of course, Lily, like, goes for it, right? Like, she's really, like, kissing her. (laughs) It's just funny. And then he says it, like, okay, you guys now. And he, (laughs) and without, like, he doesn't finish his sentence, but, of course, they assume that he means kiss because he leads them to believe that. And so they finally do kiss. And then they say something. I don't remember what it is they say. Whatever it is. It was good. Whatever. <laughs> and then he finishes it and was like, I don't want you guys to kiss. God. <laughs> so it was funny. I liked that part of it. I didn't, I mean, I liked all of it, actually. I just, it didn't stand out to me as a great episode, but there were little moments that were great.
0: Well, I like the broth at the beginning with the, the chanting of the bro.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Monk's chanting bro in the background. And that he's got a monk guy. All that stuff. I just thought it was uh it was a really good episode, but uh, I think that's uh, enough about that.
1: Okay, um, moving on to Cougar Town. Sorry, I was looking at something else. Um, <laughs> Cougar Town season three. I was like, I,
0: are you are you questioning whether that's what we're moving on um, to? Episode
1: or? Six, something big. Here's what I'll say: It was. I like the show. I'm enjoying the season. I'm glad that something like oh Grayson has a mysterious kid doesn't derail their relationship doesn't, you know, set them off a course that they've been on. I think it's a little bit of an out for Jules to suddenly like, she doesn't want kids, so here comes Grayson's, you know, accidental child, and everybody's fine with that. But, whatever. It was a fun episode. I know I know. Ray is not a fan of the show. It's true. <laughs>
0: it's true. It is.
1: That's
2: all I gotta say about that. It's true. Fact. <laughs> it was it was to me it felt like an odd episode like i don't know that whole thing like they went through it in one episode which i guess is trademark of the show but it seemed like a weird
1: mm-hmm.
2: i don't know it felt like a weird introduction to have suddenly in the show i don't know why they i mean other than what you say that it helps resolve an issue between the two of them in kind of a quick easy way right
1: right i do <laughs> love that Lori's like oh hey holly and everybody's like, "Wait, how do you know her?" Oh, I'm the baby's godmother. Like, that's the funny things that they could get away with because it's crazy. But I don't
0: know. Yeah, I think it's the you know the season's been pretty good. I think that that's sort of what the introduction of the child was was sort of it the one big obstacle between the two of them that they had put in place. This sort of fixes that that he won't necessarily be right wanting to have more children. You know, or at least as much as he did before when he didn't think he had any children. Right.
1: Um, I I don't know. I also just enjoy the show in general. I, I don't know. I don't really care. I'm not invested in this season. Like, I know that, you know, sure, it's probably going to culminate in the wedding and whatever. I did like the, the um, Travis and Lori scene where she was, like, he was like, it just got too, um flirty for me because I do like their relationships I'm glad they addressed the fact that there's something clearly there between them um Mm -hmm. so that was nice but I don't know I mean other than that I don't really have a whole lot to say about it except that I'm I'm hoping that it does get renewed just for syndication purposes because um whatever I'm sure it's not doing well because it's a Tuesday night on ABC and only Tim Allen does well there um but we'll see I don't We'll see what happens. Any other thoughts on Cougar Town before I move on? Opportunity loss. Breaking in. <laughs> Season 2, episode 1, 2, and 3. The Contra Club, who's the boss, and the blindsided.
2: First, can I just bitch about the person who on Twitter spoiled the ending of this last one for me? Yes, you can. That was it. I just wanted to say that.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Damn you, person! <laughs> Actually, it didn't like spoil it like horribly. I just was a little like earlier in the episode when there's a comment made about like when he's talking about how you'll push her away. that was the point at which I felt spoiled because I was like, oh, so that's where they're gonna go with this. Like, right. like I could already knew that. You know what I mean? That was how it was gonna end. So, just made me mad. All right, that's it. That was my bitch about that person. I couldn't remember who it
1: is. Twitter
0: so. spoilers. So what do you think of the new season and how they've rearranged the show?
1: I like it. I really, I mean, they haven't done enough to it that it's a completely different show. And they're still letting Oz be crazy and Cam be, you know, nervous and unsure and Cash be as insane as he is. And um, Creepy Carol, I love anytime we get to see some Creepy Carol <laughs> um, because she's amazing. Oh, hey, Creepy Carol. No, that's a, that's a nickname. We don't say it to her face. Um <laughs> And in general, I just love Megan O'Reilly. I love the way she's playing the, oh, this bad cop keeps, you know, taking over and trying to be sitting big of the British chick, like, feel terrible. Um, I just think it's being really well done, and I wish that this show was getting better ratings and that we would see a season three, because I don't think it has it in it to be canceled and uncanceled again.
0: Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, it's not getting... It's It's barely doing better than... I hate my teenage daughter which is too bad
2: I think at this point I'm just enjoying what yeah. we get yeah that's yeah. That's,
0: where, that's where I'm at I'm just glad we got you know another season it'll be sort of like you put it with uh, better off Ted as happy we got the episodes we got
2: yeah oh, and I do off. like the British girl <laughs> yeah <laughs> me and too and I like the way oh my gosh everybody's names are escaping me today what's his face plays off of her
1: Cam? Brent yeah. Harrison? yeah I like him. I like him in general, and you know what? I'm not going. I mean, yes, I, you know, I like the Melly and Cam thing, but I like that they had an ending and that she. I mean, she didn't know she was coming back because nobody did, and so she obviously moved on to house. So it's not like anything they can hold against her. But I like how they did give them kind of an awkward ending that you know they needed. Right. So yeah, that's breaking in.
0: Yeah, a show that you should be watching if you're not.
1: Yeah, moving on to another show that you should be watching if you're not. Bent, Season 1, Episode 1, Pilot, and Episode 2, Smitten. Um, just trying out words white people use, Smitten. I mean, <laughs> you guys, I love this show. I loved, like, when the original pilots came out in the beginning of the year, or I guess in the summer, you know, this is the show that I gravitated towards. I just enjoyed the, the chemistry between David Walton and Amanda Peet is like really really good and I just get so mad at NBC for their blatant mistreatment of the show like this show I know they only shot six episodes whatever but Are You There Chelsea is a terrible terrible show and why can't it get like why can't Ben get the oh let's watch Ben like everybody like they're trying to do for Chelsea like oh. It's just so much better than the stuff that they're on, that's on TV right now.
0: Yeah, or even though Whitney's not so great, it sort of has stabilized. Yeah. If they could have, you know, even tried to put it just behind that for the last six weeks or something like that, as that show finishes out its run, right? Uh, or something. I don't know. All of a sudden, coming on with you know a three weeks of back to back is sort of a weird thing to do when you just have you know six episodes and. It got some advertisement and stuff like that, but it just didn't I don't know, it sort of got lost in the shuffle and that it's so sort of it's almost that it's it's late in the game, but also not late enough. It's like not at the very, very end of the season. It's like towards the end of the you know, the T V season, but it's only gonna be on for three weeks type of thing is yeah. sort of weird. And
2: I didn't give it any promo either. Yeah,
0: it launched yes. terribly. And it's yeah. sad too, because like you said, Amory uh, you know when all the the pilot showed up of all the comedies, you know even though they reworked it and you know made some changes from that, not a whole lot but a little bit. Uh, you know the basic premise and everything is still the same, and the you know the setup and everything. And right. it was the one that I I liked the best, you know, in its original version of all the of NBC's comedies, you know, that have come you know for this season, and right. would have liked to have seen it. It get a better, you know, a much better chance yes. than it than it ever got. The, yeah, the two leads are, are really good, but then David Walton and Jeffrey Tambor play really well off of each other. Oh
1: my God, the scene in the pilot, it's one of my favorite scenes, is when they're sitting at the table and Jeffrey Tambor says, what's our contraceptive uh, situation? And David Walton's reaction, it's well, uncomfortable. First, yeah. Like, it's just so... <laughs> So good. They're so clearly like paired to, they're so well paired.
0: Yeah, he's like uncomfortable and then he says something else and then he's like and separate. Separate. So good.
1: So handled so well.
0: And then Tambor says, Well then I'm gonna need a a ride to, you know, the drugstore. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> On the way it's to it's just
1: so good. I just oh sure, I mean like it's a lot of the cliched, oh, you know contractor, homeowner, like frustrated but like I don't know, divorce they or whatever. But even if they never like, even if they didn't get together, which in six episodes they probably need to get them together, I would enjoy their like interaction. And anytime I get to see um, what's her name from Even Stevens? She was the best friend, Louis's best friend, Tony. She was my favorite. Um, so it's nice to see her. She's screwsy. Yeah, I just I just wish more people had watched it. I wish that like. Because anybody I've talked to that watched it, well, they didn't, like, some people didn't, like, love, love it. They enjoyed it enough that they would check out a second episode. So it's like, come on, NBC, get with the program. And then you give all kinds of advertisement to a show that I didn't love but I didn't hate, Best Friends Forever, which is fine. But Ben is so far superior that it's like, really? Whatever.
2: Whatever. This is my problem with NBC. It's like they don't have anybody there who can see what is actually good or not. Right. Right. Like, I just do not see Best Friends Forever getting any kind of mainstream audience. I just can't see it. Maybe they will, but I just don't see it. And this show totally is meant... Meant. Um, Sorry. (laughs) Meant is meant. (laughs) Like, it's not... Meant is not maybe the right word, but you know what I mean? Like, it's totally something that would appeal to a large number of people. It's not totally in NBC's usual... Wheelhouse, but that's not the right saying. But whatever. Um, no, it is. You're right
1: because they they do the you know the office space right comedy like it's not, that they
2: succeed at. It doesn't seem like it's there. Like that. Well, also, like Best Friends Forever has more of a I don't know how to say it has a different feel to it, which I think is more of what NBC sees as their type of show. Yeah. yeah. But here's what I got to say about that. None of your shows are succeeding, so right, maybe you've exactly. change what your <laughs> type of stuff,
1: maybe it's time to uh, change that around a little
2: bit. Even if you think it's being safe to go with the show, you know what I mean? Like something like this, be safe
1: for a little while so that you can gain some view. I look at it like Parks and Rec had a pretty bad six-episode first season, The Office, you know, by rating standards, The Office had a pretty. I don't know if they did well, but they had a six season you know first season or six episode first season so like there's a party and it's like oh maybe but I just feel like they've burned, they're burning it off they burned off perfect couples last year which I thought was really well done maybe it's my affinity for David Walton but I love him <laughs> and he is doing good work and he when she's like maybe you know the, the stoner question and he's like yeah Venice like yes this is who I am and this is where I like he just does really well, and I think that they have a miss. I mean, I think it would be a huge not huge, but I think it'd be a moderate success on a Wednesday night on ABC. NBC just doesn't know how to do stuff ever, ever, ever except Parks and Rec, and they screw that around too.
0: It's sort of a, a weird launch, you know, unless it does like significantly better this week, it's gone because it debuted as the lowest like the lowest comedy debut in years on NBC. Uh, And that, you know, and that includes the Paul Reiser show from last season.
1: Oh, God, you remember the Paul Reiser show? (laughs) No, nobody remembers it.
0: And so, I yeah, these late, they're not doing very well with getting any sort of traction. It's almost like why put it on there if you haven't told anybody that's going to be there yeah. And it's kind of sad because, you know, if you do find, you know, the few reviews and stuff like that that were out there, most of them seem to be positive, you know, giving yeah. it, you know, B, B plus, you know, type ratings and stuff like that. And, you know, it's another one that, you know, if you didn't watch, you should check it out because <laughs> it's not going to be around long, but it's yeah. still very funny.
1: So that's bent. Use it or lose it, people. Psych yeah. season six, episode 13. Let's do up it again. I loved the... Huh? Did you finish watching it finally? I did finally finish watching it. But for a second here, as I was sitting here, I was like, maybe I didn't finish it. But I did. I did. Spoiler alert, Cheech was the bad guy. Um, Well, not the bad guy, but you know what I mean. And I just love the theme song this week because I love that. Um, I love their quarter black. Doesn't even make sense. Um... <laughs> I just God, I love the show, you people. I love it. Who's with me?
0: I think we're all with you.
1: Yes, I just you know it. I'm with you.
0: <laughs> you, know
2: you know that's, that's right. right. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm totally giving you both Gus' face right now. Um, <laughs> 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 I did. I loved it, and I loved the. I actually kind of like. The James, not not James, but Rodé. Again, I didn't use his actual name. Sean, his name on the show, I mean. <laughs> like being out of the, I wondered how they were going to do it. If he was truly going to be in the hospital bed and it was going to be like a James Rodé light episode. Which it was still kind of that. But it wasn't completely, you know what I mean? Because he's still there. Why was
1: he not in it?
2: I don't know if it happened at the same time or if they got the idea from it, but his appendix did burst recently. Okay. That's what I thought. Um, I don't know if it was at that same time and he actually did have Maybe it might've been around that time and he had to be on bed rest or something maybe, or it happened and he got, you know what I mean? They got an idea to do something, (laughs) do something for the show with it. Um, but I did read that that was his appendix had burst and that was, I can't remember who said something about love it when they can use real-life things. You know what I mean? So it may have just been that he needed to not be up and about. Because obviously he was still involved, so...
1: um, Yeah.
0: Yeah, James Roday's appendix really burst, but it wasn't during the shooting of the scene of them singing. No, yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) It wasn't that quite real-life using it in the episode.
1: (laughs) Um, It just... God, these people are so funny. They're just so funny, and... I love them dearly. And I, Mackay Pfeiffer, God love him. In that scene, they're trying to get certain, when he was talking to Urkel about trying to get them turned against each other, and they're like, no. And everybody in the room is like, are, are you serious? Like, you're the good guy. Like, you've done nothing wrong. Stop trying to incriminate yourself in nothing. Just so much fun. So much fun. I also
0: liked at the very end where they're like, yeah, we've, we've got to go. But then they sort of <laughs> are just hanging there, hoping that there's something else.
1: Yeah, they're like, no, there's no other cases. There's for no people. other case.
0: And they're like, oh, man, you never have anything for us.
2: <laughs> My favorite part was the, it happened again, just like last time. like. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And he's like, it's not exactly like. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, it kind of is. Sean in the hospital was funny because, you know, obviously Sean always goes to the worst case scenario that he's not going to be around <laughs> much yeah. longer. You know. But then, you know, using the the iPad and, <laughs> and FaceTime to my bring him along. My
1: favorite thing the stop looking at yourself. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to look at a camera on an iPad and not look at yourself. I know that for a fact. I can't help it. My hair looks so much fluffier here. <laughs> that was my
2: favorite part. Like, he had his appendix out in January of 2010, so it wasn't at the time of this, but obviously they got the idea from that.
0: I also liked where... Gus, with the iPad, he takes the iPad and himself, and they sort of slide out into the window to look inside. He's, he's, he's like, letting Sean, like, peek around the corner. That was all really good.
1: Yes. Another great show, everybody. Another great show. I mean, the people are watching. This is a great... It's doing well for the network, and it's been a great season, and it's just...
2: I can't wait for the Woody
1: episode, and...
2: I'm pretty excited about the Woody episode.
1: It's gonna be amazing. Love me some Kurt Fuller. I love Kurt Fuller. That guy is amazing, and he just commits so hard to everything. He's just so gung ho, and I love that about
0: him. Yeah, the lines and stuff that he that they give him, but he delivers them all like completely straight. You know, like yeah, that's just the way it is, <laughs> and it's like something completely bizarre. But he's just like, uh, you know, basically sort of like, oh, is that just me? Type of thing. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: Incredible. So that's like, it's like. I think our last show, our last show in prime time is um, Once Upon a Time, season one, episode 16 and 17, Heart of Darkness and Hat Trick. What happened in, oh, Heart of Darkness is where Snow White is suddenly evil, right? And then the Mad Hatter is last night. Okay, just to put it into perspective, I still hate Lana Perilla, still hate her. But, okay, and then last night, as I'm watching and I'm seeing Sebastian Stan, all I can envision is... He's going to be on a USA show. He's going to be on a USA show with James Wolk and Sigourney Weaver. He's going to be on a USA show. As I'm watching every scene he's in, I'm like, come on, you can do better. Greg Berlanti, you've got this. I'm like so excited for Political Animals. I couldn't care less about Once Upon a Time. But I was impressed that they're starting to move things on a little bit. um, So that Emma's starting to kind of be like, hold up. What? Like, that girl really is named Paige? You know, and she kind of starts to realize that maybe something else is going on. So, I do like that, but still hate Lana Perla so intensely it hurts.
2: <laughs> Did you tell us how you feel about <laughs> <laughs> I <really love> Perla. <laughs> <laughs> I liked her scene where she is the where she's the peddler. I don't know why I liked that scene. I just I guess I liked her in that was makeup. Was it because of the bad
1: makeup?
0: Because maybe. you couldn't tell that it was her.
1: Who didn't know it was her? Come
0: on. Well, so that you could pretend that it wasn't her. Maybe you liked it better.
1: I mean, Emma clearly knows that Regina sets everybody up for everything. So why is she even entertaining the fact that Mary Margaret could have done this?
2: I don't feel like she is. I feel like she's saying we have to prove it the right way or, you know what I mean, it would always be Uh, there hanging over you. At least I hope that that's true. And I hope, as you say, she recognizes that. It's clearly a setup at this point. Um, she doesn't do any... She doesn't seem to do a lot of real detective work to try
1: and No, she doesn't it at all. She doesn't
2: <laughs> like, at all. She just found that heart and kind of took it for granted. Like, c- come on, you gotta do a little bit more looking around. You gotta do something.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: I was actually kind of hoping that someone would overhear Mr. Gold and the Queen talking. <laughs> you
1: know what I noticed as I was watching? Um... Ian Bailey Ian Bailey whatever is listed as a regular which I didn't know he was but I was watching the credits roll and like he's definitely before Jared Gilmore who's Henry so who is that I guess that means the stranger that's August oh I, I mean parentheses the writer of the book in my opinion and it's interesting to see that like Sebastian Stan's character though I guess He's back in the hat now. Um, it was good to see that, like, he also remembered. Even though people thought he was crazy, he too was remembering this world where he is Jefferson and he is the Mad Hatter, essentially. So that was right. that's. I'm glad that that's happening. So it's not just like Mr. Gold and Regina, because you know that, like, I don't know. There's more to it. Well,
2: what's his face is also remembering. He just doesn't know he's remembering.
1: David? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. like he, yeah. Yeah. Which, to
2: go back uh, to that episode, the heart episode. She tied him up against the tree, right? Right. Um, To go back to that episode, I actually thought that was well done in the, like, at least we understood why David was thinking, you know what I mean? Why he was having the thoughts he was having. Mary Margaret obviously doesn't. But we at least understood why, like, he did think, you know what I mean? Because he's remembering, but he doesn't totally remember yet, so... Because she looks the same, (laughs) he doesn't really understand that it's not Mary Margaret he's seeing, it's Snow White he's seeing. So um, I kind of liked that idea. I wish they would play with that a little more. Um, And maybe they will once they have a few more people start remembering, which obviously there has to be some event in their life that causes them to remember. So not just Emma showing up. So I don't know.
1: We'll see what happens.
0: I think they've done a little bit. I think this episode where Emma is talking—you know, basically trying to convince him that she thinks that what he's been saying is correct and stuff like that—and sort of getting on board, and then she, you know, she hits him over the head to try and escape, and so you are like, "Oh, she, she, you know, she doesn't really think that stuff." I think,
1: but then she calls Mary, yeah, her, like her family when they're outside. Yeah,
0: but I, yeah, I think that was though like the beginning of there's all those things are in her head, you know, from Henry and everything that's happened and stuff like that. And she like used it all to try and escape. But then it also sort of struck home with everything that he said and what happens, you know, after he falls out the window and,
1: yeah,
0: but she does finally start to uh, maybe question a little bit or start to maybe a little bit believe that uh, it's not. I
1: mean, you can't have a show like, can they do the show with everybody, not everybody, but like people finding out that they're from this fairy tale world? Like, where does the show go at season one's end into season two? Because, like, let's say the first season is them all realizing that they're fairy tale characters. Is the second season them all trying to get back to fairy tale world? Or, like, and then how long can the show last beyond that?
0: Well, I don't know if it becomes something of not necessarily that everybody remembers, but that. It becomes sort of helping people to remember or something so that yeah. they can uh, get back, you know, to to where they were. I'm not exactly sure i where they're, where it could go, but they've done a really good job, I think, so far this season. And I still really enjoy the storytelling style. And I thought the hat trick episode revolving around the Mad Hatter and what they did with that was really good, both in you know, the storybook land and then, mm-hmm. uh, with, like you said, with him, re, you know, having remembered and, you know, but it was sort of like the perfect thing. Like, obviously, the crazy, you know, the crazy Mad Hatter guy is the guy that is the one that remembers or starts remembering after she comes to town. And I just thought they, within it, they've done a really good job of bringing these other stories in, you know, and putting them into... The sort of main narrative right that they're going and i'm looking forward to see where they go and how they end the season to set up you know where things go in a second season
1: so yeah once upon a time that's prime time for tonight um just some reality i want to chat about um i mean i just wrote down what i had watched reality wise i watched the voice i'm really just kind of sick of the battle rounds because the judges keep picking the people that shouldn't win. So let's just move on to that and let America vote so Tony Luka can win. Thank you. Um, I was surprised to see that nobody really sucked on Dancing with the Stars, so that was interesting. Um, serves you right, Colton, you little dingbat. Oh, I hate Colton so much, you guys, from Survivor. I hate him so much. And Karma got him this week where he was taken out with appendicitis, but it turns out he wasn't appendicitis. And actually it actually was a bacterial infection, but even better because he deserves it because he's a jerk. The challenge... I can't believe it's still not over unless I missed a week or maybe the finale is tonight, but come on CT and DM. I want you to win and live happily ever after. And that's about it. And now the amazing race, which Ray watches too. Um, I still hate Brendan and Rachel, but I really only hate Rachel. Agreed. Um, so I don't know. I don't have a favorite. There's no one I like want to win a hundred percent yet. Do you?
2: No, I mean, I like, as I've said before, the
1: uh, country boys, country boys. I do, I like
2: them, and uh, mostly because they seem to enjoy themselves on the race, and I had to laugh this week at What's-His-Face laughing at his partner throwing up in the car every time they were in the car.
1: Yes.
2: Uh, Yes. Even just as disgusting as that
1: was. (laughs) Um, It's so fun to watch other people laugh at people that we're laughing at.
2: Yes, exactly. Um and I like the I think it's Art and JJ, the Border Patrol guys. Yeah, yep. Which I think they do have a chance of taking the race as long as they don't get unlucky, you know what I mean? Right. Right. Cuz they are good. And they don't seem to, I don't know. They're whatever. <laughs> um I don't know what I was going to say. Like <laughs> But mostly I just feel like quite frankly the season is pretty boring.
1: Yeah. I don't today. have any
2: favorites besides, like, liking those guys for their quirky personalities. I don't know. I think they're great racers. I think Art and – I like Art and JJ as racers. Um, I don't know if I would say that they're a favorite. You know what I mean? Like, I don't love them. Yeah. but Except for the fact that they're good racers, and I like to see good racers win. So Because we haven't regard,
1: had the I, chance to see good racers compete, considering last year – or last – not last year, but last season – The best racers were out before the finale. Yep. So I I like it in that the season has been a little bit more um, interesting. Um, But that's about it. I don't have a favorite. I'm not going to pick a favorite. And you can't make me. So, Ray, did you want to talk about your other reality that you watched? What other reality? (laughs) Not like your alternate reality, but like the other shows you (laughs) um, watched. I'll I'll say this in. I
2: haven't been Ma- watching Interior Therapy, but that Jeff Lewis is a funny dude. He is a funny dude. And his, um... This show is actually pretty great. I, I like it a lot. Uh, <laughs> like, it's it's kind of interesting. It's a different from his other show, but it's more of, like, what you like about him. Like, it's his quirky personality mixed with quirky customers
1: right. kind of
2: thing. Plus the interaction between him and Jenny. And you see a little bit of, um... Zoila, not a lot of Zoila, but you see a little bit of Zoila, which is probably better because then you get the funny parts of Zoila, not the annoying Jeff and Zoila things. Um, <laughs> and it's not Jeff in his own house, so you don't get to see Jeff be so.
1: Yeah.
2: It's funny how he's not as OCD in other people's houses as he is in his own house. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he is not the way he is at home, but. Other than that, it's also neat to see, like, his designs. Like, you don't focus a lot on what he's actually doing for the design. You focus more on the issues they have getting them done, Um, which I think is really what his other show focused on as well. It just wasn't as obvious because there was a lot of other stuff going on. But it's actually fun to see his designs finished, which we didn't see a lot on the other show because it was ongoing projects. You know what I mean? Like, you rarely saw something get finished on um, Flipped Out. Flipping Out, I mean. Right, and it's kind of fun to see like these small projects get finished. Um, and each of the projects he's done this time have been kind of cool. Like he did a bathroom, and then a bathroom and a bedroom, and then he did a. This time he did an art gallery, which was fun because it's something completely different than what he usually does. So, so it's kind of fun. I enjoy it a lot. Um, I don't know. I enjoy it. Cool. And then the the other one I had was Monster Man, which is on Sci-Fi. Love that, Clay Hall. Um. Yeah, and I. I've been enjoying this one a lot. It's kind of fun to see how, how the, they go from nothing to something. Yeah. Um, and the only thing I would enjoy more about the show, which this week was a little better. So maybe it's, I am preemptively complaining about this, but (laughs) we don't see as much of the finished product, which, I mean, we see the creature when it's finished or the item, you know what I mean? Like it's not all creatures. It just kind of depends on what the special effect is. Um, we see the finished product, but we don't see necessarily the finished product in a movie. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. Partly because they're – obviously they, it takes a lot longer to make a movie <laughs> than it does to make a show. You don't So, say. like, there um, – some of these movies probably aren't even done yet, you know what I mean, editing-wise and all that. So that's probably why we don't get it. But I would like to have seen, like, clips from those movies – so that we would have a better idea of what the the thing looks like in the actual movie when it comes together. Like how it was actually used? Yeah. Right. Like we see them filming the scenes. They always show them filming the scenes with the with the creature or the, the item or like one – in the first episode, it's their conjoined twins. So what they build is the this conjoined stomach part of the twins. They don't build like a creature. You know what I'm saying? That's why yeah. I'm having trouble calling it a creature every time because it's not. Um but, like, there was a two-headed shark in the first one, and then in this one there was a werewolf and um, something else. I'm blanking on the other one. Um, oh, it was they were filming something with the Elfmans, and it was, like, they did the, make, the facial makeup, whatever. Like, they built her a face that was completely different from her face. Um, and, like, you see those things. Like, you see them filming that, so you get a little bit of it. And in the Elfman one, they did put the background, like if she was filming on a green screen, and they did put the background in to kind of show us what it looked like with the background in, but we don't actually see it in the finished product. So even though you can kind of picture it, it's not quite the same as seeing it as it looks in the
1: movie.
0: So like a before and after would be good.
2: Right, exactly. And again, I think it's partly because it's probably just that those things, either they're not projects, either they don't want to pay to get the clips for those projects. Right. Or... They, um, the products aren't finished yet so you know what I mean they don't have any finished yeah. product and they don't want to hold there. the show until they can have a finished product because then it would be forever so that's my only if I had a gripe about it that probably would be my only one otherwise it's kind of fun to see again it go from a drawing on a piece of paper and their idea of something to the finished product and right now we have there is some bickering within the family but there's not a lot of that back and forth. You know what I mean? There is a yeah. little bit between Constance and Cleve, with him not wanting to necessarily do all the things that she wants to do. <laughs> <laughs> and thinking basically that he has a better idea of what they should do than she does. You know what I mean? That's kind of where yeah. you get that. But morally, it's been about the timing of things, which makes me feel good because it makes me feel like that's what my projects are like too. <laughs> like the <laughs> – you know what I mean? Like the whole, we need this in 10 minutes, or like, they were supposed to be on set two hours ago, and they're still in the shop doing something, and they haven't called the guy to tell him where they are.
1: <laughs>
2: so the guy is on set like, I wanted to film this scene, and my creature is not here. <laughs> where the hell are they? I, they might have been trying to call him. He was out of cell reception, but... <laughs> it's that kind of stuff where they're like totally at the last minute, like, you know, they're painting the two headed shark before the shark is going in the water kind of thing. So that's kind of where they get some of their tension. You know what I mean? And of course they cut to clips of, you know, like it's two hours to this has to be done. And Cleve is in the other room, taking a little nap or Cleve is in the other room, eating something. (laughs) (laughs) So I think that's a little bit manufactured. Like I'm sure it's not quite how they're making it seem anyway.
1: Cool. And there then Frozen Planet was the last thing you had on your list, which oh, I'm going to say is so reality. I've been watching that, and um, I just think it, it looks makes awesome. me sad when people die. Not people. I mean, but people. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me sad when people die. Not people. <laughs> I mean, like when the animals die. But I understand it has to happen. Um, but it still makes me sad. Yeah, it makes me sad too
2: because they show you like all the cute parts, and yeah. then you're just well now that's gonna die I don't, exactly. it's not cute I had a little bit of I have the same issue when they do it on like the twitter account when they're like watch this video and they're trying to make it seem like a funny video and I'm like well it's not really that funny because he's chasing him to kill him Yeah. <laughs> so, exactly. it may look funny a little bit it's not really funny because the outcome is death <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, but I'm. Um, I just to say it and I don't like funny. Alec Baldwin's voice sorry
2: he doesn't have quite the presence voice-wise yeah. as others when they're narrating.
1: Like Oprah.
2: Well, I just don't think he's a, like, he's not a great narrator. Yeah. There are people who are great narrators, and then there are people who you need to see their face when they're talking.
1: <laughs> right.
2: right. So I would agree with you on that, but there isn't a whole, like, I don't, I really don't pay attention to what he's saying anyway. <laughs> <laughs> And I know that sounds horrible, but I just like to watch the... Like, I just think it looks beautiful, you know? Like It does. It really does. And obviously it does, because my cat... My cat was literally sitting in front of the TV watching it. (laughs) Staring up at it, like... He finally left, because the polar bears were fighting, and he got a little watch for him, and he left. But he was just sitting there, just kind of staring at it. So clearly, it looks pretty enough and defined enough that the cat... You know what I mean?
1: That's funny.
2: Anyway... That's all I wanted to mention about it. So that's
1: Frozen Planet. The last thing for today, as I want to talk a little TV on DVD, and just really I want to point out that Third Rock from the Sun, which was one of my favorite shows, is coming out seasons three and four. And that 70s show, seasons three and four, which were two of the more solid seasons of that show. So do yourself a favor. Pick them up if you want. Yeah, I don't have any. (laughs) I would recommend Third Rock from
2: the Sun just because of J.G.O.,
1: I do love Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I do. I do, you folks. I do. Yeah. He's just so charming. He is. <laughs> Are you drawing something? Welcome to the fall. Andrea. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> I wanted to wait till we were at the end.
0: Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, we. you can... Find the full show notes at tvtimes 3com slash one twenty-eight, which will include links to where you can buy those Anybody,
1: uh video for us of a running through the forest with Robin Hood and Little John. <laughs> that would be amazing. And I would forever play that video forever and ever and ever and ever. Robin Hood and Little John are walking through the forest. lolly, lolly, what a day. Oh my god. So excited.
0: Who's on, who's on next week? What's happening next week? Next month, uh, I have almost have it all scheduled. Going to be bringing on other TV podcasters
1: nice.
0: for each of the episodes that we record. And next week's episode will be Mikisha Madden-Toby, who's the TV critic for the Detroit News and host of the TV Madness podcast. And then Joel Keller, who wrote for TV Squad back in the day and is a freelance writer and host of the Antenna Free TV podcast. Cool. So
1: you have that to look forward to, folks. Mm. And on that note, you know where to find us online, tvtimes3.com, spell it all out, and iTunes and Facebook and Twitter and Stitcher.com slash TV and... Our music today was provided, when it wasn't provided by Disney Films, was um, for the Culture Club. John, the forest, Keep talking. Um, it was provided by IODA PromoNet. The song is TV Party by the Asylum Street Spankers from their regular title, put out by Yellow Dog Records. That's all she wrote, folks. All right. Okay. <laughs> well, good evening, everybody. I'm going to mow my lawn in, in the midnight. It's not midnight. It's still light here. But still, it's
0: very... <laughs> I was going to say, how long have we been podcasting?
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> midnight now, you guys. Um, all right. Have a good night. We sit glued to the TV set all night. And every
0: night. Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright. We got nothing better to do than watch TV and have a couple of brews. Okay. I have I'm now hit go go the record go go button.
1: i chameleon. Come and go Are you paying the royalties for using that song? Oh. Love <laughs> will be easy in the colors of life My dreams <laughs> sorry I have a culture glove in my head today um, so She just keeps singing it <laughs> Are we recording? We are Ray, right, say something Something <laughs> All right Hello and welcome to TV Times 3 episode number 128. Wait, back up. Should I introduce ourselves first and then say what we're talking about?
0: <laughs> no, in- intro what we're talking about and then we'll talk then we'll intro ourselves.
1: Okay, starting over. <laughs> <laughs> intro the important things first, Amory. Intro take. To- <laughs> Hello and welcome to TV Times 3 episode number 28. Uh, today we're talking some
0: 128. New- <laughs> what did I say? You said 28.
1: I said
0: 128. No, there was no one there.
1: There wasn't one. It was it skipped me. Okay, starting over, take three. <laughs> Hello and welcome to This is TV. not bode well for the rest
2: of the thing. intentional, sorry, Emery.
1: <laughs> Hello and welcome to T V Times 3 episode number 128. Uh today we have a few news items.